Hey y'all, you're listening to Heaving Bosoms, the podcast where two best friends giggle, snort, recap, and review their way through a new romance novel each week. This week, we took Charity H's advice and read Take the Lead by Alexis Daria. It has some delicious reality TV and dance components and some smoking hot sexy times. So let's jump right in. the podcast. Hi, Mel. How are you today? Um, okay. Yeah. I played hooky from work today. Well, I didn't really play hooky, but my dog was sick, so I got to stay home from work, which is great. Take that, everyone whose kids are sick all the time and yeah. whose kids have birthdays and kids have graduations and kids, 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 all your kids stuff. Take that, I have to do everybody. double work while everybody else's kids are sick. My dog was sick. She That's had right. bloody stools. Oh, no. Poor goat. Goat, yeah, it goes having a tough time. Turns out she's allergic to chicken. That's not, that should have been naturally selected before that, she came to us. <laughs> right? But that, that seems like pandas being bad at having sex. Like, yeah, well, I mean, what are we supposed to do now, murderer? Like, no, she's already, she's yours. She already didn't evolve, right? So I guess maybe, we just gotta like, maybe try feeding her a diet of only oats. <laughs> no goat and she just eats oats no we're supposed to feed her a diet of only salmons so there oh, we go she is just salmons a- and pumpkins i'm sorry she is too gourmet for me she's <clears throat> salmon and pumpkin yeah I salmon pumpkin well they gave us a list so the protein she's allowed to eat are salmons other fishes and mm. although one time I had rooster some halibut and she had some real stinky farts, so I'm not going that <laughs> route. And garbanzo beans and rabbits. She wait, can have rabbits. Wait. wait, she can have moose. She can have she can have all games. So she Aaron. can have moose. She can have elk. She can have caribous. Wait, I can't. I can't talk about goat anymore. I just remembered a really important thing I have to talk to you about. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Is it Evan Rachel Wood going down on other ladies? <laughs> no, but we're gonna get to that too. <laughs> okay, all right. No. Okay. No, what I need to talk to you about is, do you remember the time when Rooster <laughs> oh, Rooster no. was addicted to dog treats and you found out that they were like elk penises or something like oh, that? Oh, yeah. Bully sticks. <laughs> yeah. And when you look on, she came from her foster mom's house addicted to these bully sticks. And then you look on the thing. I forget what the thing. It's just like. Whole grain beef penis. <laughs> no, it says it says beef pizzle. And I'm like, what's a pizzle? And then I Googled it and it's a penis. I was like, why don't you just say it's a beef penis? Like, we're not shy here in the animal right? world. Jeez. Oh god. And she used to, she, and she, had she the carries worst it around in her mouth. Farts. Oh god, yeah. Like and she carried it around like a big cigar. It was so gross. <laughs> oh the boy. other day we were having a dinner party. <laughs> Okay. I don't know if this is going to be a funny story just because you kind of had to be there, but we were having a dinner party and Rooster just walked into the room carrying, we don't know how she got it, carrying a full bag of treats just by the top (laughs) in her mouth. And David turned and said, Rooster. And she just dropped it and kept walking without, like, without missing a step. As if, like, wasn't me. Don't know anything about that. walking across the room it was so funny oh, man that dog is so perfect okay so She's wait amazing all right 
we've got to get to because I think we've got to get to the book or get to Evan Rachel Wood goes down on other women. No, we already knew that. Are you kidding? She know, dated one like, of my biggest like crushes ever for a really long time. She dated Kate Monig. I don't know who that oh. is. She was on the L word. She was Shane on the L word. Oh, I never watched the L word. What? She's basically a perfect human. And Shane really? is like the best, the best deep hearted fixer upper, which, you know, I go for. What's her name? Kate Monig? Yeah. Yeah. Catherine right, Monig. I'm, I'm, I'm She's currently on um, that show with with the boxing. Nope. Let's not go there. <laughs> um, it's just never going to happen. Before oh. we recorded. Um, yeah. I was talking to Michael and I was like, you know, if you if it would be better if I recorded in the living room or something, I can totally do that because he was watching basketball. He was like, don't you have to move a bunch of stuff? It's not a big deal. And I was like, no, no, no. I just have to move my microwave. <laughs> he was like, are you sure you should record today? <laughs> yeah. Nice. Anyway. um, Yeah, she's super okay, cute. Wait. She's very punk rock. She's so punk rock. And ugh, she's perfect. Okay. So have you spoken to Rooster? about whether or not she's happy about not being signed with DJ Khaled because I feel like it could go either way with that oh, crazy man. bitch. Yeah, we haven't we haven't gone over the new DJ Khaled revelations <laughs> yet. <laughs> okay, listener, just to let you know, DJ Khaled has come out and said that he refuses to go down on his wife, but he expects her to go down on him on the regular because there's different because rules for men and women because he's the king. Because he is a king. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah, we don't we don't play that game. Let's Not go on record. Neither of us want a king. <laughs> Whatever that no. means. Nope. <laughs> nope. Kings may not apply. Tell you that much. <laughs> we we would only like the rocks. Ugh. Rocks may oh, apply. Oh yeah, and then the rock came on and was like, mm, I guess I'm not a king. All right. Because <laughs> I love it. <laughs> like we knew we picked a good one in the rock. Yep. And Evan right. Rachel Wood is also one of my crushes. So, you know, she can also Yeah, apply. because she tweeted that. She was like, I love going down on ladies. And you were like, this is my banter for next week's episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you going to talk about? Just well, that she's great. Oh, yeah. She's totally great. She's absolutely slaying on Westworld. Mm-hmm. She is just the best in the she whole world. She slays on everything. She really does. Do you know where I was right before this? Because it's hmm. pretty appropriate. The gym? Uh-huh. I just came from Zumba class. And can I tell you that I, I popped some booty. Uh, mm-hmm. I did some struts. I mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And then he spoiled me. Somebody requested Cotton Eye Joe. And I'm not going to lie. I let it all hang out with Cotton Eye <laughs> Joe. <laughs> I showed my hoedown. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> People at the gym didn't know what hit them. what the haters say. Zumba is fucking fun. Zumba is so fun. We have a hip-hop Zumba class here that's amazing. Yeah. If you have a bad instructor, it's like the worst. Don't try it. But if you find a good instructor, go all the time. It's the best. Yeah. We've got one like really incredible instructor. Friday afternoons, Alaska Club South. Really mm. good stuff. Hip-hop Zumba. She's very oh, silly. It. She's great. Yeah. That's what I love about this guy because it's um it's a lot of it's a lot of hip-hop. It's a, we did like um in addition to hip hop, he also does songs like burlesque, <laughs> which makes me really happy. <laughs> and yeah, it's great. I like most Zumba teachers. They just look at themselves in the mirror the whole time. This girl like goes up to she'll like grind on everybody in the class. It's great. Nice. And it made me get really in the mood for our book today. 
because uh, oh right, because it's a the dancing. dancing. Book. Is this yes. our segue? I Is think it it's our segue. Right now? How many yeah. minutes have we bantered? We've only bantered <laughs> for Not seven enough. minutes and forty-five seconds. Hey, oh skippers, you're gonna miss some of the book. Yeah, right. you're gonna have to skip back, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait no but i have to say that we put the website up this week because oh. some people might not be on our social media yeah we have a huge announcement we have a real website that is real like yep. classy <laughs> as fuck it has serious website and everything heaving bosoms will get you there but here's a secret <gasps> so will heaving because we are fucking fancy they both route to the same place so, so if you want to listen to an episode just like on the internet instead of going through a Stitcher or a Google Play or a iTunes or whatever, you can go directly there and click on the episode and listen to it. We also have a robust FAQ and mm-hmm. about me. And that's all we got about us, about, about the podcast. About stuff. About these bitches. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, and we'll add other stuff if if things come up, but it's pretty, pretty great so far. I am not going <laughs> to lie. Yeah. This was an absolute surprise to me, you guys. This is something that Erin just put her elbow <laughs> grease into on a weekend, and I was so thankful. It's amazing. Melody was having a hard day, and I didn't know how to help her from afar, so I decided to make the website. Yeah, you're the best. All, All right. right. So we're segueing. Here we are. We're Take still- the lead. Yeah. Bye. Alexis Daria. Everybody. Alexis Daria. What'd you think of Take the Lead? How'd you like it? You didn't like it? I just said, how'd you like it? How can you tell? Can you tell by my face? Was it my face? No, I thought you said I didn't like it and then took no, a No, I said, how How did you like it? I enjoyed it a lot. I did. I didn't like it very much. Oh, boy. I love it when this happens. No, but I really, the thing, I maybe it was just like expectation management because I wanted to like it so much. Like, well, and I fucked that up for you. You guys, I sent, I was a dummy. I didn't read. I read like three pages of the first chapter and I was like, hey, Aaron, I think you're going to love this. There's some Alaska. I think the male lead might be a hockey player. Because like, I was like, male lead from Alaska. What the fuck else is there to do other than like hunt bears or play hockey? I think I didn't I don't think it was like a very a very large leap that I took here. Uh, Sorry, not sorry. But this is kind of up my alley because Uh like I'm going to protect the identities of the people involved because, you know, how he was a celebrity. But I do have some experience in my past dating an Alaskan reality star. So I know all about the trials and tribulations of being a celebrity (laughs) girlfriend. Oh, it's so hard. Oh, it was so oh, hard. Oh, boy. Sorry, it was not Sarah Palin, although she is an Alaskan reality star. No, not Sarah Palin or any of her spawn. Yes. You did not um, get her daughter no, pregnant. No, I did not. Mm-mm, no. No, none of the Palins. <laughs> but so it was up my alley, and it was like a lot of, there was there was Alaska in here. There was reality television, which I'm about. There's a figure skater going on. Yeah. It just, I, there's just something like. I feel like we didn't get to know the characters weren't very like quirky or something like they just mm. were just kind of bland for me. You know and what? I think the only thing that wouldn't be up your alley as far as this is concerned is that there was no tension as far as do either of them like each other. Like in their inner monologue from the beginning, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, she pretty. Oh, he's super hot. We're in their inner monologue from the very beginning. So it was just sort of like a waiting game. There wasn't really a warm-up period. They were just yeah. immediately into each other. 
And I don't think that the conflicts didn't really track for me. I guess we'll get into it a little bit, but some of their choices, I was just like, what? I don't, I don't get what's going on. But okay. So we have Gina Morales and we have, and she's on, she's on the show. She's a pro dancer. (laughs) She's a professional dancer. Yeah. She's on Dancing with the Stars, which in this book is called The Dance Off. The dance off. <laughs> and she's going to Alaska to meet her new partner. She does know who he's going to be. He's her new partner for the season. So she's in a seaplane and she's going to go find him in remote Alaska. So she's hoping he's going to be like a hockey player or some kind of athlete. Wait, real quick. Can I tell you how adorable it was that she was so scared of the seaplane? Because I personally love that bullshit. Like, you if love seaplanes? Well, no. I just love, like, I love buying an airplane ticket and getting a roller coaster ride on top. I'm into it. <laughs> me too. Me it feels too. like just extra bang for my buck. You know what I mean? Oh my God. Mel, you would love Alaska. <laughs> Every time you get on a plane up here, it's like it's a complete uh, like white knuckle situation <laughs> of is it going to be the last time I'm on a plane? It's the best. <laughs> Even if you just get like a straight regular Anchorage to Seattle flight, yeah. it's like 50-50 whether you're going to have one of those like 30 foot drop situations because you got to you got to clear the, the mountain. We're in a little bowl over the ocean and the yeah yeah all right so sorry sorry for that quick detour they are in a seaplane and they land on in the inlet i guess they're somewhere out by juno i so here's the thing she meets him he is he looks like a shirtless seven foot tall viking with long hair and a long beard and he is chopping wood shirtless what what oh yeah what which i was kind of mad about but then it turns out that his um his producers made him do that he is an alaskan reality star on a show called Living Wild, which is a clear parallel to Life Below Zero. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, Cool. And his name hmm. is Stone Nielsen. Right. His whole family, he's got, he's one of seven kids, right? Right. And their whole family is on this show. That's what we find out later. Like you, the, the pitch to the network, the network was like, sure, we can absolutely do this, but it has to be all seven of you or all nine of you, I guess, including the parents. Not Life Below Zero. I said clear parallel to Life Below Zero. It's not Life Below Zero. It is Alaskan Bush people. There are oh. so many Alaskan reality shows, which is why you can't throw a rock without dating one of these people. There is Deadliest Catch. There is Life Below Zero. There is uh, Edge there Ice of- Truckers. Uh, Edge of Alaska. There is uh, Ice Road Truckers. There's the Palins one. There's Alaska State Troopers. There's the fishing. Uh, uh, there's a fishing one. There's gold mining ones. There's oh like two or three ones that are like Alaska Gold Rush. There mm. is. I mean, you can't like everyone up here is on some kind of reality show. So Alaskan bush people is exactly like what this guy is. They're all like uh, nature names. It's it's a family that's out in the bush, and they're the same as this. They they aren't real. They found out they're not real, and oh. they actually got sued by the state for PFD fraud. Which, if you live in Alaska, so many days out of the year, there's a few uh, uh, things that you have to do. But one of them is you have to live in Alaska so many days out of the year. You get uh, like two thousand dollars from the government every year. Yeah. Um, they found out that this family wasn't actually living in Alaska enough days out of the year, and they had been applying for the PFD when on the reality show it was like they were like living in the 
bush off the grid and they they have these episodes where they're like the kids go to like a convenience store and they're like what's a magazine what's a kardashian what's a gas station it turns out they all live in seattle when they're not filming Uh so (laughs) in la like one of the kids on the show was like kids teenager early 20s was like dating one of the producers and he like lives in la with her like it was a total farce oh my gosh so she goes up to him and he's chopping wood shirtless, which makes no fucking sense. But hello, producers. Yeah. And she's like, do you want to go up on the porch and we can just get started right away? Mm-hmm. And they do a little dance on the porch and it's really cute. Mm-hmm. She smells like tropical flowers and he smells yes. like spruce Pine. trees, which the author refers to as the National Tree of Alaska. Don't know what, what? that means. What? I actually I actually highlighted that in orange, which is what I highlight everything that doesn't make sense or grammatical errors. Me too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's how orange is my that's my highlight too. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, um but he smells like fresh air and lakes and fir trees. Yeah. Well, so the first chapter is from her perspective and the second chapter is from his perspective, mm-hmm. which I actually really liked because we did get to see like we got a look inside of both their heads. Right. And he's like he's into it and she's into Mm -hmm. it but they're both they're both thinking to themselves this cannot be this is a this is a professional relationship period the end goodbye we cannot smooch each other may i read the description of him yes please i would love the bare-chested man chopping wood behind the main house was six five if he was an inch covered in rippling bulging muscles and smooth tan skin obliques and delts flexed and released with each swing highlighting his pure strength and perfect form the rustic axe acted as an extension of his beautiful body and hit every mark every time he was the kind of man who would look beautiful doing any activity but he looked like he had been born to chop wood he fit here like he'd been conjured by her wildest fantasies and she wanted to lick him to see if he was real yep (laughs) she wanted to lick him to see if she was real (laughs) Um, I will yeah. co-sign on that so hard. So then he gets her to like go see if maybe she can chop some wood. Mm-hmm. Ha ha ha. Like he's going to dance. Maybe she can chop wood. And all of a sudden there's some rustling in the trees. Mm. Dun, dun, and then dun. I was I was so pissed until I found out what this really was. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's like Russell, Russell, Russell. And then he like mom arms her and he's like, Gina, do not be alarmed, but there's a bear over there. And then he takes a shotgun and just shoots into the wherever to scare into the, the air, bear. Into the air. Fine. Not into the wherever. I don't, I don't yeah. give a shit. Not oh, at the bear. Fair. Okay? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, this is bear safety with Aaron. Hello. <laughs> Bing, boom, bong. Bing, boom. <laughs> First of all, if you see a rustling in the trees, it's not necessarily a bear. It's, yeah, it's not <laughs> definitely a bear, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get eyes on that bear before you say it's a bear. Mm-hmm. Second, what kind of bear was that? Was that a bear we need to scare off, or was that just like a regular bear eating some berries in the woods? You see a bear eating some berries in the woods? Don't be scared. Just live your life. Well, the and, bear comes and, up to you, yeah, and starts it, like it, bearing uh, out. <laughs> then you need to. If the bear's rushing you, if the bear's got his hackles up, the bear's just snarling, you know. Mm-hmm. Then you need to aim the gun toward the bear. Toward the bear. Yeah, definitely yep. at the bear. Yeah. So Stone was pretty way off in his survivalist. <laughs> anyway. Well, you know what? The only thing I would add to that is the second part of it. You know, bear is eating berries, being a bear, living its bear life. <clears throat> Continue to live your life just at increasingly larger proximity. Yeah. As much slowly, as you can. Slowly. Yeah, slowly. And casually. Yeah. Listener. Bear. Never, ever, ever, ever run from a bear. 
I know that didn't happen in the book, but maybe we just saved a life. Don't yeah. run from a bear. Don't run in a zigzag pattern. Don't run no. down a hill. Don't blah, 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 blah. Don't run don't up a tree. Ever run. Don't run sure. from a bear. Just play dead. Play dead if that's what you need to do. Saved two friends of mine have played dead and mm. been totally okay. Yeah, I had a friend who a bear just like played with her for like forty five minutes no. while she like played dead. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a. No. It was in Montana. It was awful. Eep. Yeah, but that you know. is that is a one cool cucumber. She's basically that cucumber water, as uh, Cletus would say. (laughs) I was going to say, what book was that? Fancy cucumber water. Okay, sorry. All right. So Gina has a completely irrational reaction to this. She Um, has a city girl panic attack. And I don't hate her for it, frankly. I do a little bit. I I did a little bit. I was just like, what is this woman? I haven't always. That's true. And you know what? I saw my first bear with with my eyeballs, saw Mm -hmm. the bear, which she did not. By yeah, the way, she did not. She never saw. And the you bear. know what we did? We just turned around and we went the other direction. That's, That's right. The rational. Casually. Yep. <laughs> no, it um, is. Um, can't wait. So she mm. goes into his house and gets. He covers her in a blanket like a shock victim, and she yep. can't stop crying and shivering. And it's a lot. And then they put her in the helicopter and she leaves. And Stone feels terrible. Yeah, he feels real bad because there wasn't a bear. The producers it just shook some PA. trees. Yeah. <laughs> What dicks? Yeah. All right. So that's the first two full chapters. <laughs> now we're going to go to Los Angeles and yeah. do some rehearsals. Because their first dance, you guys, is a foxtrot, the least yeah. sexy dance of all time. <laughs> I'm yeah, glad slow, we started slow, there, though. Quick, quick. quick, quick yeah, we have to start with a fo- yeah. foxtrot. <laughs> um, so he walks into the dance studio. He's still sexy. She acknowledges him as such. She's he is now sexy in a man bun, which gets yeah, me every time. That's frankly, true. Do, do man buns get you every time? I hate that they do, but they do. do. Yeah, they do. Do me too. Yeah, they work yeah. for me. I have tried so hard to get Michael to grow out a man bun, and he just absolutely refuses. <sighs> I think we've talked about this before. Yeah, yeah. David. Also, I'm never going to win that fight. <laughs> yeah, we're never going to get a man bun. No, we cannot die on that hill, Aaron. <laughs> We can't do it. One of the better qualities of Tonku was his man. Ah. Um, okay. They're practicing the foxtrot. He apologizes for scaring yeah, her. She doesn't care. She's no, like, she doesn't give a shit. Well, because he doesn't say that it was a producer yet, right? Mm-hmm. He was just like. No, he doesn't say that yet. Yeah. He's like, hey, P.S., sorry about that bear thing. She's mm-hmm. like, how could you have controlled a bear anyway? Yeah, that's not your fault. Yeah. And he's doing this show because if he makes it far enough, he doesn't even have to win. He's doing this dancing show because his mom had a hip replacement surgery and they're mm-hmm. still paying off medical bills. Right. So that and he has student loans that nobody knows about because he's apparently like according to the show, he's been living in the bush since he was like seven when really they just transplanted themselves there later on. And he had been an engineer living in Juno at the time. And then he had to like quit everything and grow out his hair and grow out a beard and break up with his girlfriend and go live in the bush with his family so that they could do this show because the network didn't want to do it unless they all did it. Yeah. So, so then, this is where we meet Donna, right? The, the oh, probably, quintessential yeah. terrible producer. Yeah. So Donna is the producer that wants Gina to, she wants a showmance. So she put Gina and Stone together because she thought maybe they would do some smooching, smooch, cause some drama, smooch. cause some will they, won't they. And Gina hates this. This is her like number, this is Gina's number one character trait is that she does not want to smooch anybody that she works with because of credibility and because of 
Latina stereotypes mm-hmm. because uh, Gina is Puerto Rican. And because um, she did this before, she dated somebody before in the past, and it didn't work out, and it backfired. I mean, yeah, that that was the one that didn't quite work for me because, like, high school doesn't apply anywhere else. Yeah, but she and uses that as, like, the number one reason why she doesn't want to smooch stone as, like, I mean, we'll deal with it later, but it's like a teary confession of, like, the reason why I can't smooch on dance partners is because I smooched on a dance partner. And it didn't work out. And it's like, I'd, well, we'll get to it when we get to it. Well, and then um, I don't know if we know this yet, but Gina has a roommate, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. the thing that, that drives me a little bit bonkers about this whole thing is like, I mean, on the one hand, I'm glad that they had such different perspectives because, you know, women are cornucopias of experience and wants and needs. Mm-hmm. But... She's living with another Latina woman who mm-hmm. grew up with her in the Bronx before she moved mm-hmm. out to L.A. They are on the same show and her roommate fucks all of her coworkers. No yeah. problem. Okay, let's just have this out right now because this, yeah. this is the problem I have is Gina and Natasha live together. Natasha fucks everybody to include the judge on the show, Dimitri, yeah. to include her partners, to include the other dancers. Yeah. And Gina, and, you know, she is, has like she has flings with them and and it's totally casual and consensual and great. And Gina, meanwhile, is like, I don't know, there there would be a piece of me where I'd have to like have a break it on down friendship moment where I'm like, hey, P.S., every single time you act like this is the worst thing you could possibly do in the mm-hmm. whole wide world, it makes me feel just the teensiest bit judged. <laughs> yeah. And Natasha doesn't seem to like see that about Gina continually no. saying this to Natasha. That It's like, it's fine that you fuck everybody, but I can't because I have a reputation. And there's there's no indicators in the book that if she did sleep with somebody on the show, that it would damage her reputation. And once she does fuck Stone, spoiler alert, they get together. Yeah. It's a romance novel. No one seems to give a fuck. She, no. after that, gets the job of her dreams and everybody knows about it. So, yes. like, and, and not to mention that the the one thing that I didn't really like, and I don't know if this was me reading into it too much or what, whatever. The thing I didn't like was that Gina having this stance on not sleeping with coworkers made it seem as though it, it, it almost seemed like it was framed so that she was the more serious career oriented one. Right. Where Nina was not or Natasha was not. Right. And yeah. I don't think that that's true at all. Um, Natasha got cut earlier from the competition, mm-hmm. but that was mostly due to her celebrity partner. It had nothing right. to do with her um, her ability, her teaching qualities. It had nothing to do with her or dedication. Or how people viewed her as a dancer. No. There's just no, there's no things in this book to indicate that she actually would lose her credibility. In fact, there are several things in the book to indicate that she would not lose her credibility as a yeah. dancer. And that was the primary problem I had with the book is her choices did not seem rational to me. And when she was behaving like a total bitch to Stone later in the book, Mm -hmm. I could not figure out why. Well, I will say that I did like that they um, that uh, the author included so many family conversations because Mm -hmm. that did make it, it made it rational for me, even though I feel like as a BFF, I would I would have you know, a little bit of a problem with it sometimes, I still feel like it it was rational. Just because mm-hmm. her her sister is like, you know, my my nieces need 
good role models and blah blah blah. But that's also assuming that like fucking people is is yeah bad that's the problem. and dirty and impure is, and I ugh. <laughs> what's wrong with her nieces finding out that she fell in love with her dance partner? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, honestly, if I had nieces and I was doing up stone, I would want them to know. I would want literally everybody mm-hmm. to know. Literally everyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would shout I would, it from like, the rooftops. Yeah, be like, would, hey, uh, chicas, grow up like me. Get a guy like this. All mm-hmm. right. I am your role model right now. Hashtag goals. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, okay. Sorry. We doing? We're doing a foxtrot. We're yeah. practicing the foxtrot. He is um, part of his thing is like he wants to be very respectful of her and he's trying not to like touch her at all in any like so he's very stiff and is not like looking at her very much and he's having a hard time dancing in the shoes and she's accusing him of like not trying hard enough, that kind of thing. Not being serious about it because she wants Is to it win. Spray tan time? Yeah, I think so. Um, because they've already done the interviews with Donna. Donna wants the showman's. Donna's like yeah. really making everybody uncomfortable. It's a whole thing. And then spray tans happen. So they don't go off and do spray tans. They bring these pods to them in the dance rehearsal space, which I think is how they actually do it on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, um, they have that, to. They just bring the mobile pods to them. Yeah, because so otherwise you're 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 just staging paparazzi photos. Right. Yeah. Right. So they have them stripped down, and they both decide to stay <laughs> and like watch the other one strip down and do the spray tan. Yeah, it's almost like a it's almost like a um like a dare, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like oh, oh yeah, I, I know can, you don't I can care. watch you. It's fine because I, I don't give care, a shit because I'm a professional. Right. I can right. watch you and you can watch me. And they both like sorely regret it because mm-hmm. they both are like, hubba, hubba, you look great. They're both hottie McCot hots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so after the spray tan, she's like, hey, do you want to like go get some food with me? And he's like, no, I'm going to go work out intensely. And she's like, well, you can't do that because you'll sweat and it'll ruin the spray tan. So do you want to maybe go get some food with me? And he's just like, no. And nope, just like leaves because they can't because uh, they're so sexy. Because boner. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and he has a boner. <laughs> um, what happens next? You've and then the promo notes. photo shoot, right? Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, no. She meets with Donna, and, like, Donna finally comes out and is like, we need the showmance. And Gina's like, never. <laughs> and uh, she leaves in a flurry. And then Gina's like, you either need to make it to the finals or you don't have a job anymore. P.S. Mm-hmm. Um, make it to the finals and props win. Or you don't have a job anymore. And Gina's right. like, okay, well, no pressure at all. And then they do the promo photo shoot. And this is where, oh, this is where we find out that Stone has some dance background. This kid yeah, can break I mean, dance. He does some break dancing when they're like getting ready to do the, the promo in front of all the other celebrities that are competing. And it's like fun and kind of cool. And I liked it. But it never comes back. Yes, like, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. His when? magic mic moment. Magic does he Mike. do break dancing X, during the <laughs> yeah, best he do break movie dancing? of all time? <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, have does I told he you break dance in, in yes, that he dance? Does. Yes, he does. I just don't remember like, that. Just like Channing Tatum would, because this is basically Jenna Dewan Tatum and Channing Tatum in on Dancing with the Stars. Fair, but 
that's what the cover reflects. That is not that. That was another pet peeve I had with this book. The guy yeah. on the cover does not at all look like the description of Stone. Oh, you yeah, got to Photoshop a beard and some long hair on that guy. He has dark hair and no beard, and it's it's cropped. He looks yeah, like weird. Channing Tatum. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you? Yeah, that Magic Mike has a a really special place in my heart, and why? But whose whose heart does it not? But go ahead. Yep. <laughs> it got me pregnant. magic mike Mike, baby almost literally got me pregnant i'm just saying i'm not saying that channing tatum actually put a baby in me he did not however i'm just saying that i saw this movie and like three days later i conceived so i'm just saying that the magic mike uh vibe was uh-huh. real good. The song Pony was like in your head when you No, it was XXL. <laughs> oh, it was XXL. Yeah. Yeah, because regular Magic Mike was a long time ago. Mm-hmm. XXL, though, it got me pregnant. <laughs> I saw regular Magic Mike with my friend and her mom. And her mom was like a really big Matthew McConaughey fan. But mm-hmm. not in the Matthew McConaughey is sexy way, but in the like Matthew McConaughey is a is a fantastic actor sort of way because that was during the the McConaissance of like mm. two thousand, uh, you know, thirteen yeah. or so. And she was so she's like, I'm just so disappointed <gasps> in Matthew that he <gasps> took this role. <laughs> we were like, it's, it's like I don't this know. This is literally his wheelhouse. Yeah, this is. <laughs> We were just so confused. Have you by not her. seen Failure to Launch? I don't, what are you like, doing? Well, even before, like his career started out in stupid roles like yeah. this. Like, yeah, like just, Ten Things I Hate About You. What he was not in Ten Things I Hate About You. Nope, that's not what I meant. I meant How to Lose Ledger. a Guy in Ten Days. What I meant How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Right. Yes. yes. Also a ten in there. I, I know. <laughs> I know that was Heath Ledger. But he was like, he was fast times at Ridgemont High. Like he was, You're so right. You know, like this is this is his wheelhouse. And she was just like, I just can't believe he took like five steps forward and then like ten steps back with this film. <laughs> just like Matthew. Oh. <laughs> and she kept saying she was disappointed in quote unquote Matthew. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, okay. Where okay, are we? Okay, so during this promo shoot, um, they're in super skimpy, glittery outfits, and mm-hmm. they are, the producers are yelling at them like, sexier, sexier. And so mm-hmm. she is wrapped around him like a vine. He's lifting her up. Flipping he's, her hair. He's yeah. putting his, his big, burly hands on things that are smaller and yet supple. Mm-hmm. He is... <laughs> Oh, this is also where they get to meet all the other celebrities that are competing. Yeah. So there's like an old singer sort of guy. There's a figure skater. There's like a teen star that's like mm-hmm. on like a Teen Wolf sort of MTV show called Bite yeah. Me. There's uh, ooh, ooh, Carrie Fisher is one of him. the actresses <laughs> that's oh, yeah. competing. Like these are very, there are very clear parallels. Like one of, one, there's an aging actress named Twyla who is very clearly Carrie Fisher. Right. I was going to say Christy Alley, but yeah, Carrie Fisher. She was I like in that a, better. a science fiction movie when she oh, was yeah. younger, You're and then so she right. didn't do anything, and then she was a drug addict, and You're now so she like right. chain smokes, so and right. she's like fuck everything. Yeah. yeah, you're so right. And she's about to do a new one of the same. You're thing. so yeah. right. Yeah. Oh my god, you're so right. And um, I cast the Teen Wolf guy as Damon from Vampire Diaries. I don't know who that is. Think I don't about know it. Damon from Vampire Diaries. All right, well. Yeah. Whatever. The rest they of know. our fans out there, they know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you mean our one listener? Yeah. Listener, you know. 
Um, who else is competing? Oh, there's a figure skater who's mean. Oh, and I, I think. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I yeah. think she was maybe meant to be Ashley Wagner, which is bullshit. <laughs> Ashley Wagner should not get such a bad rap. And I think that's what this author was going for. And that's bullshit. I All don't right. know. I don't know who that is because I don't know figure skating. We are like BFFs. I don't know hockey. I don't know figure skating. I'm sure I have a hobby you don't know anything about. Yeah, llamas. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. Um, also, I cast the 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 singer guy that he was all um, enamored mm-hmm. with as Kenny Rogers. Oh, I thought it was Wayne Newton. I had Wayne Newton. Okay, <laughs> it was Fair the enough. same thing. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so promo shoot goes well, except he definitely has a semi, and <laughs> they're just working through it like professionals, because really, like, non-dancers who come into this arena, it's it's a tough thing to to acclimate to, mm-hmm. you know, like, being comfortable with, with such immediate intimacy with someone else's body is mm-hmm. a tough thing to do, especially when your arousal is totally apparent, you know, poor guys. It's like guys who right. get massages. Like, I feel so bad for them sometimes. So after that, I think is salsa night, right? Yeah. Twyla, a.k.a. Carrie Fisher. No. Lila, one of the other pros, invites mm-hmm. everybody. Somebody invites them out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. To salsa club. Club picante. <laughs> club picante. No, it's pronounced club. Oh, sorry. Club picante. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. It's just one of so I can't do I it. I was a Spanish major, and there are just certain words that I love saying, and one of them is club. <laughs> it's, sorry. It's like club, baseball, uh, sweater, you know, those. <laughs> I love it. Oh, boy. Oh, I was going to say, I really liked how much um, just casual Spanish was in here, yeah, and I didn't have too. to look any of it up. Because they usually, like, immediately said what it meant. Or yeah, there was, yeah. it would or, be like stones standing by and be like, what did she just say? And then right. they would say too. That was nice. But I've been watching a lot of Jane the Virgin lately. So I actually oh. did not have to yeah, look it up. Oh. I, in fact, when you just called me, I was watching Jane. <gasps> it's so good. I love Jane the Virgin is hands down 100% the best show on television. You can come at me with some Game of Thrones. Yeah. You can come at me, whatever you want to come at me with. Jane the Virgin is the best show on television, period, the end. No, Done. I'm going to agree with you there. And I'm a big fan of Shameless, too. But I will still say that Jane the Virgin edges it out. Love yeah. Jane the Virgin. You yeah, can't, so You good. can't be unhappy. You can be deeply sad, but you can't be unhappy. Oh, yeah. Like, it will never make you depressed. No, and every time you're deeply sad, it will still be so cheeky and charming that, ah, uh, it's good. Although, right after <sighs> the season two finale, um, I couldn't watch season three for a while. Yeah. Wait. Three, I think three to four. No, two to three. I don't know. Whenever she has the baby and then the baby gets kidnapped, I was pregnant at that point. And so I was just like, nope, can't do it. Like in my brain, they get it back immediately. And that's what happened. But anyway, it's the best. All right. So they go to salsa night and Gina drinks, even though she never drinks during the season because she is a serious professional. Everyone orgasms and alcohol are off limits. Right. To Gina but Morales. Natasha, her roommate, is all over it. <laughs> she, <laughs> she loves drinking during the season, but then she sees that Gina's drinking and she's like, oh, woof, I better oh, it's be one the of DD. Because she's yeah. a good friend. Man, Natasha, unsung hero. She's never an asshole to Gina, even though Gina's an asshole and judgy toward her life without mm-hmm. necessarily saying it directly to her. Mm-hmm. And then she immediately becomes the DD when Gina starts acting reckless. The on best. The yeah. The best. Stuff. 
So she dances with um, one of the other pros. She dances with another one of the celebrities. Stone mm-hmm. realizes that this other celebrity, um, Damon from Vampire Diaries, <laughs> is uh, his name is Jackson, I think. Anyway, mm-hmm. he wants to win. And so he's mm-hmm. getting early instruction at this casual, supposed to be fun thing from like all of the pros. And Stone's right. like, huh, maybe I should up my game. And then... And he also sees it and realizes, like, oh, the man is supposed to lead. I got it. Yeah, that's when she dances with the judge. Yeah. Dimitri. Yeah. 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 He's like, like, oh, it looks so different, like, when she's teaching from when she's actually following. Like, the guy is supposed to really take the lead. And I was like, oh, there's the title. (laughs) This is one of those books that says the title, like, 15 times (laughs) just to make sure you got it. No, but it's. I really enjoyed this book. Okay. All right. Lauren, then. Lauren, the figure skater, then comes mm-hmm. over and is like, ooh, you're so hot and foxy. Wait, are you good? If you're good, then you're going to be my competition because mm-hmm. she really wants to win. Mm-hmm. And um, she's paired with, like, the best pro or, like, the, the, the winningest pro. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, the ones to beat. Yeah. So then they dance. He's like, I guess we should do this, huh? And she's Uh like, I'm super drunk, so probs. Mm -hmm. And I really like, there was some commentary in this chapter about how, um, since she's a little bit tipsy, she can just let go because, oh, Mm -hmm. Natasha takes him out on the floor. That's right. Natasha takes him out on the floor. And then they switch it. Switch it up. Well, because they're both going to dance with him. Mm -hmm. Um, And then she grabs Dimitri and they start dancing. And there's some really good commentary because he's like, he's like, all right, well, you've taught me like the basic steps. Like, why don't you just let me lead? And she's like, all right, I can try that. <laughs> like, sure. It won't be very good, but sure. And I loved the commentary about how like you can just let go when you dance. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's just such a, a a cool, different form of communication when you're just communicating with your bodies mm-hmm. to the same music and like in the same universe. And ah, like, ah, I just love it. That's my favorite thing about West Coast Swing. Is uh-huh. that it's just, oh, yeah, this is a thing we have in common. I know how to country swing, but we, it's yeah. kind of the same common, it's similar, common thing. Yeah. Anyway. So okay. they get they get real close. They get throughout this dance because she's feeling it. Good. He's feeling it. Mm-hmm. They're salsing, bro. Yes. Um. She's okay. <clears throat> Would you like to hear a passage? She arched and rolled, aware of every inch of her skin and his. Mm. She wanted to climb him like a tree and wrap her legs around his waist. He'd cup her ass with those massive hands, something he was very careful to avoid doing. Although tonight they wandered just a bit more low, a bit more than they ever had during practice. He was so respectful of her, and she knew he was big and burly, and since their first meeting, he'd done everything in his power not to frighten her again. This sweet, sweet man, she just wanted his hands all over her. And then they they do more salsas, and then at the end of the dance, he just, like, holds her real close to, like, his face, and they're, like, panting, and she's got, like, the one leg up. He's got his, his hand under her thigh. You know, you know what the pose is. Oh, yeah. You got it. And they're oh, like yeah. real, their faces are real close and they almost kiss. And then she's like, I got to go home. And he's like, yup, you got to go home. Mm-hmm. And so she comes off the floor. Natasha just has to see the look on her face, grabs both of their purses and gets her out of there because she is Natasha, an excellent friend. Down. Best friend ever. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so then they go to New York City because they're going to go do Good Morning America or whatever. What's the New York mm-hmm. one? Is that that one? Yeah, whatever. 
Sure. Yeah. So they all go on a private plane. Private plane is pretty uneventful. Interview, I think, is pretty uneventful. They totally. They just go do some, um, yeah. like, random interview. But then, since Gina's from the Bronx, she wants to show Stone all about New York City and, like, take him all around New York City. So they get on the New York City subway. She So it's a really crowded train. Yeah, it's a really crowded train. He's a super big dude. She doesn't signal to him in time that like he needs to get moving and he won't just like barrel through people. So she gets off at 57th Street and he does not. So he's like, she's like, you know, yelling at him through the, the closed door and she's like, get off at the next stop and wait for me. I'll be right there. But then mm-hmm. the next train that comes looks like a local, but it's actually an express, something that's happened to literally all of us. And, um, yeah, and so she goes all the way up to 125th Street, I think, and then has to try to catch another one all the way back down, and it's a whole thing. And so it's been, like, probably 20 or 30 minutes, maybe longer, and she's freaking out because this man doesn't own a cell phone. So there's no way that she could get in touch with him, even if he was to go above ground and try to figure his life out. Um, But, like, a dutiful, wonderful kid that he is, he just did exactly what she said and waited. Yeah. He's he's like sitting there reading a paper and she's like, Ugh. and so she goes and jumps right into his lap, which I did it's not like hate. the end of Crocodile Dundee. You guys, yeah. they're in the subway. <laughs> she's like pushing to get toward him. She finds him. She embraces him. And he's just like, what? Why? I don't understand why this is so dramatic for you. Yeah. Really, it's the end of Crocodile Dundee, but like only for her. From him, he's just been like doing a crossword and he doesn't understand why it's so dramatic right now. Um, And she's like, I thought I lost you. Yeah. And it gives him a chance to cup her face and rub her arm. And it's real nice. So she decides to take him to Central Park and they go and sleep in Sheep's Meadow, which I thought was the cutest thing in the whole wide world. Yeah, they take a little napperino together. And then she invites him to go to her house with her mom and have delicious Puerto Rican food. And he can't wait. And then his producers call him and have him do something for his own show. Yeah. Which I don't understand the author's choice on this. This, like, I think part of it was, like, they just didn't seem to, like, laugh and have much fun. Like, they weren't, mm-hmm. like, I got that they were both into each other physically. I just didn't know where, like, the the chemistry came. They just sure. didn't have a lot of chemistry. And I thought that if he went home and, like, met her mom and met her sisters and they did, like, the, the whole, like, big family, yeah. like, city family thing that he they, they would have like bonded and i'm like mm-hmm. why did the author just choose not to do that like that made no sense just yeah like, it seemed like that. a it seemed like a bit of a missed opportunity and like sort of a tease because i was really excited to yeah, see I was excited. them all together yeah and then you didn't even get to see anything it just sort of cut to the next morning right mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. they go back <laughs> and Oh, and then it cuts straight to the premiere, right? They're going to do mm-hmm. their box shot in front of everyone. Yep. And this is one of the one of the other issues I had was that most, if not all, I think all except for one of the actual dances they did on the show, they didn't like are like cut twos that they didn't like describe them dancing in the way that they did this first salsa because that scene mm. was like super sexy, hot and great and like showed yeah. what all of their emotions were in that moment. But all of the ones that are like on the show, it's like and they got into their places to start the foxtrot and then it breaks and then it's like great job on the foxtrot stone. And I'm like, what? Ah. 
Like, oh, look, yeah. And a couple of them are like real super sexy dances. Like they yeah. do some real, real good sexy dances. And I'm yeah, like, they why do a couldn't samba I have been there in the really rain good. doing the salsa samba with the, I know, right? Yeah. Let me go there. I want to go there with, <laughs> with them. I don't care yeah. about Sparkle Chamber afterwards. Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I hear you there. He's real nervous. Uh, he bonds with Twyla, the Carrie Fisher character, before the show. They like each other because um, they're both kind of over it. Um, yeah. They do pretty good. Yeah. Like, it's not, it's just a, it's a pretty mediocre first dance. But mm-hmm. since he's, like, so huge and burly, um, it's pretty impressive for, like, A, how big he is, and B, how um, inexperienced he is. So it's, like, fine. I think they got, like, third place or something. So then they cut to the next rehearsal when now they're going to do a sexy salsa. And it's nope, gonna, they're doing nope. an Argentine tango. Which they're is... doing a sexy Argentine tango. Yep. In the in a rainstorm. They're going to do it in a the rain. Yep. yep. So she's going to make it literally rain which in the studio. Which is incredibly dangerous. Like, one thing that I didn't quite understand about this is, like, maybe do that for your last hurrah. Like, why risk such an easy injury on dance number two? <laughs> you know what? That's what it. That's what it is. That's why my heart couldn't like embrace this book. Is there's so many missed opportunities because there would be something mm. dropped, and I would be like, "Ooh, I'm so excited to go to there and do the thing," and then it wouldn't happen, and I'd be like, yeah. "But that was such a time where they could have bonded," and then I would feel like they weren't. Because we missed the whole rain thing, or I thought maybe somebody was going to twist an ankle, or there was going to be some kind of drama associated with, but instead yeah. of it just like happens, and then we cut to after, and it's like, well, yeah. And I wish at the very least we would have seen it or seen how they, because the the moments in which we do see them practicing or mm-hmm. whatever, it's it's really momentous mm-hmm. and it's really impactful. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe the author thought that you know it it would have been too much or too much too soon maybe but but i don't know anyway so so okay so he is uncomfy with this yeah. because a he really really wants to do well because he got such like a mediocre score in the first one mm-hmm. and b he's also like this is supposed to be like uber sexy and i can't be uber sexy with this woman mm-hmm. and so during their practice session my favorite part Oh my god, I love it. She's like, <laughs> you need you need to touch me. You need to this is intimate. We have to show that. You need to like cuz he just won't even look at her in mm-hmm. in the eyeballs or the yeah. face even. She uh-huh. won't he won't even like find a mole on her face to look at. Won't do it. She's like, "Give me your hands." And he's like, <gasps> "Okay." And gives her his massive bear mountain man hands and she just clamps them on her ass. And this is in mm-hmm. front of the cameras and everything. And he's like, "Oh, mm-hmm. Super and he's like, Gina, what are you doing? And she's like, squeeze. And she's like, he's like, what? And she's like, do it, Stone. Grab my ass and squeeze my ass. And she's like, you're being such a prude and I need this to happen. And like, he's freaking out and he's got a boner and she's freaking out a little bit. And she's like, this is probably a pretty big mistake because now I feel what his hands are feeling like. Yeah, on my ass. like the moment he squeezed, she's like, oh, oh shit. Big hands <laughs> on my nice ass. And uh-huh. he's like, this is a great ass I got here. And like, it's not great uh, for either of them mentally. So um, then after that, they continue to dance and he's handsier with her like he's supposed to be. But he won't look at her now. He won't now look he's at her. just like avoiding eye contact at all times. So that's when 
she parks him in the center of the uh-huh. rehearsal space, and she's like, okay, we're going to eye gaze like I did in my yoga teacher training, because I guess she's a yoga teacher, too. Yeah. Have you ever had to eye gaze? Have you ever had a mandatory eye gaze? No, but now I'm thinking about asking Michael to do it. I think oh, it'd be God. fun. Well, I've had to do several mandatory eye gazes in my mm-hmm. yoga teacher training, and let uh-huh. me tell you, it is an awkward time. It is yeah, rough. It seems like you just it would be. sit there and look at somebody else. I think my partner may have been Zishan who's a listener oh, to nice. this. But one but we were partnered for massage day of yoga school and they were like really emphatic about getting into glutes <laughs> on massage day so we had this uh-huh. joke about like the instructor was like she was like doing my glutes and the instructor was like Zishan you're not getting deep enough into her glutes. She's like, okay. And I was like, yes, he's trying to get real deep into those get glutes. In like, get in there. <laughs> like, um, like, we're supposed to be yoga teachers. Like, I don't know how this is helping. Anyway, it's really awkward. Eye gazing is really awkward. But they yeah. do it. Well, it they works love for them. it. Yep. Yeah, there's a point in the eye gaze where kind of the temperature changes and it gets yes. a little bit intimate for the two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then it cuts to the performance night and beforehand they're really nervous because he wants a good score. And so they're, um, they're standing in the dark and she's like, okay, everything's gonna be fine. Just it's you and me just eye gaze with me real quick. And they, they keep on coming back to that as like a touchstone throughout the book, which is Mm -hmm. really nice. And then they do the dance and it's good, but nobody, we don't get to see it. So then the next day, the the rehearsal start and it's the jive. Which I cannot even imagine his burly ass doing a jive, but we're gonna we're gonna get into it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then they they want they want the jive to be like his story about living wild, right? Yeah, I can totally imagine this on Dancing with the Stars, like oh, this hokey, completely. like him building a house and like the other actors being his family and like. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But then while they're practicing, he mentions um, they have like this aside moment. And she asks if it was hard to go out and, like, do the show, move out to the bush. Because he says that they had a place and it burned down, and then that's when they moved deeper into the the bush. He kind of mentions that it was arson um, Mm -hmm. and then asks the producer to cut that. Don't worry, that doesn't come back. I have no idea what was going on there. Apparently it was an arson. Um, No, That's a red herring. Don't even worry about it. No, I don't think that's the red herring. I think the plant there was that he has a little bit of control over what goes into the interviews and what doesn't. So when he says, you can't put that in there, the producer's like, great, no problem. And then he drops that he had a girlfriend before he moved out to the bush. And he's like, he also mentions or like motions to the producer like he doesn't want that in there either gets the nod that's Mm -hmm. why he's so blindsided on performance night because then on performance night they are standing there in the dark waiting to do it and they've got their intro package playing above them and it not only shows him talking about leaving his girlfriend and and them breaking up for the show right but then they tracked her down and did a little interview with her and it throws him so hard he almost leaves the stage mm-hmm. and then his like, jive sucks balls oh he does a terrible, terrible jive. jive he starts on the wrong foot a lot of times like the wrong foot he says <laughs> but, 
But I mean, like, I here's the thing. It gave him an excuse because, like, that guy wasn't going to do a good jive anyway. So, like, That's true. Now, now he has something to blame. So totally afterwards, true. she's like, hey, it's okay. Don't worry about it. It's one bad dance. We'll rebound. And he's like, not about it. She's like, I gaze with me. And he's like, nah. Not- and so she's like, hey, how about you come over to my house tonight? Yeah. And I'll make you. And I'll you. cook you. Some, Some Puerto Rican foods. foods. And he's like, yeah, I'll, for meat, I will do anything. And so <laughs> he comes over to her apartment. Natasha's not there. Nope. And ladies and gentlemen, She's... it's on. It's on. It is. <laughs> it is on TM. Oh, we're going to trademark that? No, no, no. We are not trademarking anything because I am not <laughs> Hey, guys, cocky. wait, no. We're going to trademark it's on. We're okay, going to do it. Okay. Let's do it. All right. It's so on. don't ever, nobody ever nobody use that Nobody can ever use it's on from here on out. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're so cocky. All right. So they're sitting on the couch after dinner. Well, wait, they dinner share some amazing. stuff with each other first. She oh. shares some stuff about. Oh, yeah. Yeah. New York City and how she, how her dad left and how her mom sacrificed everything and you know, her siblings and all that. Yeah. But And he tells you know, her about the bear. He tells her that it was a fake bear, yes. right? Yeah. Yep. And she's just like, ah, she does not that actually checks about out. It. Yeah, she doesn't care. She's like, oh, I know what producers are like. Mm-hmm. So then when she's talking about her dad and stuff, he starts giving her a massage. This is another thing. Maybe maybe this is just me. Maybe I just didn't mesh, mesh well with this book because, like, massages mm-hmm. gross me out. The, oh the massage God. to sex thing grosses me out. I don't know I've- why... It always yeah. has. I love massage and I love sex. I don't think I've ever gone. I, I've never done the transition from massage to sex, though. I think it's because like only the grossest men have ever been like, oh, you're a little tight. Yeah. Like yeah, it's, completely. It's, such, it's always it's always a gross dude who wants to make that like massage to yeah. sex move. And mm-hmm. it just now... At least in our personal experience. Yeah. In my personal experience, it's always somebody gross that's like... Oh, would you like a little? Like, yeah, ugh, I just ugh. yeah. And, and so when it started happening here, it was not nice. Yeah, in my experience, it's always been the person who I won't allow to touch me in any other context. So they're like yes. grasping at straws to yeah. be like, can trying I please to find a reason? You? Yeah, right. and I just so that personally, I was just like, ooh, I don't like this. No, and and I was okay with it just because they were. She was so into him from mm-hmm. jump. That I was just like, yep, I'm cool with it. I love massage. She really likes him. We can definitely go here. So here's what happens, guys. He starts <laughs> massaging her and it's really yummy. And she's like, mm-mm-mm. And then he's having a hard time because her shirt, her her crop top is a little bit billowy. So mm-hmm. he's like getting caught up in it. And she's just like, I want to take this off. So she takes it off. And then he, This is in his perspective. And he's just like, uh-huh. holy shit. What's she happening? took off her shirt. Yeah. Should I continue then, to do the Yeah, thing? and so he like he sort of stills and he's like, more? And she's like, yeah, go ahead. So he starts going up her spine a little bit and then he mm-hmm. catches himself on her bra. And uh-huh. she says the words, take it off, Stone. And he's like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and she's like, take off the bra, Stone. And so he unclicks it. It goes. And he's like, more? <laughs> she's like, Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so he keeps massaging her and then he's like do you like it she's like uh-huh i like it so much and then it is super duper on TM. everyone and TM. she turns <laughs> she turns and then he kisses her, her lips and they're doing on his lips 
doing some, some makeup. Over the shoulder. Oh, uh-huh. oh, oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then she turns around completely and he pulls her onto his giant lap. And then he pushes her down onto the couch. And then they're making Ziaotskis there. And he's mm-hmm. like, more? And she's like, yes, stop asking me that more. Making Ziaotskis. <laughs> just, God, why didn't we trademark that? No, making okay, Ziaotskis. <laughs> oh, you just did? did. Perfect. Yeah, right, it's good. done. <laughs> Oh, man. And she's all like, touch me, Stone. Touch me on my vagina parts. And he's like, yeah. okay, your shorts are short enough that I can just go in from the leg. Yep. yep. And so he just uh, finger bangs her that way. And then uh, she has a riotous orgasm. And then yes. her phone starts going. And she answers and it like an answer. idiot, like a total dummy. And she's yeah, like, oh, like Natasha. She's on her way home. She just got groceries. You have to leave. Go, 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 go. And he's like, mm-hmm. huh, And she pushes him out the door. And yeah. she's a little bit like, why did I make him leave? But she did. Mm-hmm. So then the next dance is the what? Isn't it the Paso Doble? They, sure. Yeah. Because it's Little Red Riding Hood dance. Like yes. Fairy Tale Night or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so they Fairy arrive. Fairy Tale Night. And she's like, is this going to be really weird? And he's just mm-hmm. like, hey, wink. wink yeah, wink. it is oh, really hey. weird because now it's sexy. We're sexy <laughs> oh, yeah. with each other now. We're doing so, some yeah. sexy times. Uh-huh. Well, but also he feels a little bit like I got thrown out and I have yeah. to be a secret, which is not cool. And he did everything right, you know? He did so many things right. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> And then they're tense with Donna because she's the one who made the call about doing the interview with the the ex and whatever. And then they do this really sexy, demanding, amazing pasta doble, but we don't see it again. Nope. We don't know anything about it. She's the wolf and he's Little Red Riding Hood, which I liked. Um, But yeah, we don't see it. And nothing really happens that week. They just kind of practice and talk to Donna and it's tense. So then the next week is, quote unquote, shake it up week, which means they have to dance with other partners. So he's dancing. And he gets Natasha. With Natasha. And she's dancing with Teen Wolf, right? Yes. Yeah. So they don't see each other basically all that week. And um, Natasha is a good teacher. And Donna comes in and she's like, hey, so will you two give me a showmance then? Because somebody needs to. And Mm -hmm. she offers Stone a, a big bonus to do oh, it. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he totally turns it down because he is not about to do that to his lady. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 His lady of finger banging. Yeah. Even <sighs> though she did not reciprocate. No. She didn't even like give him like a like a quick and sad hand job. Like there was nothing. <laughs> she just <laughs> talked him out. That would not have been a sad hand job. It may it have not have been. been a full mm-hmm. hand job, but it wouldn't have been sad. That's how I feel about that. Fair, fair. Yeah. So then after they're apart for a week and he salsas with somebody else and she Mm -hmm. salsas with somebody else. I don't remember what. Neither of them like it. Yeah. And so she's like, like, they meet afterwards and she's like, come over to my house. And he's like, done and done. Yeah. And the end of that chapter is something like, and this time she wouldn't hold back or something like that. Anyway. So then next chapter. This time she wouldn't throw him out literally on his penis. Even though like. She does still just afterwards. But anyway, so (laughs) next chapter, it's on. (laughs) Super on. Oh, yeah. So she opens the door before he's even in there. He walks Mm -hmm. up her hallway and immediately just like face on, face on, face on. It says it literally says he rushed her or he charged her like Uh a moose. And he's just like, (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> anyway, um, so yeah. Yeah, and she still smells like hibiscus. Am I the only one who smells bad when they sweat? Like, I don't know if something's changed my body chemistry <laughs> because my sweat used to be fine. And now I'm just like, oh, God, I got to go shower. That's what happens when you become a mom. Like, everything just changes oh, and it's weird oh, now. Actually, All your stuff is weird now. That's true. I have weird stuff now. <laughs> All, of my, immediately all of my hormones are like, everywhere. Like, how, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> yeah, I am weird now. Everything is weird. Well, the biggest thing that's changed about me since being a mom is that I eat meat now, which I think is one of the biggest things that is like altered the way my sweat smells Mm -hmm. um because ember that fetus demanded animal flesh there was nothing (laughs) i could do about it do you remember the day that you said goodbye to me when i was going (laughs) off to the army oh no (laughs) can i tell them or no you guys I'm yes, sorry. You tell this them. is inevitable. <laughs> inevitable that this story would be told. It I'm is. Sorry. So Melody oh, was boy. a. Were you a vegan at the time? Uh, or no, were I was you a just pescatarian. a vegetarian? A pescatarian. Yeah. So I'm leaving for the army. Like forever, Z's. Like she's forever. going to boot camp. Like this was pretty much the last time I saw. I've seen Melody twice since then, and this yeah. was in 2012. All right. Yeah. February of 2012. <laughs> and so. We had some kind of like cookout or something we like that. We had a brunch, okay? And it was a ginger themed brunch. And yeah. Michael made two different types of brined drumsticks. Uh-huh. And like Michael does not fuck around with his brines. And so <laughs> I was just like, there's there's nothing I can do about this. I watched him spend four days preparing these things. <laughs> I have to find out. Like, so, not only was there a, a two different types of ginger brines, but there were also two different types of rubs. Like, what do you want from me? So, so Melody I and I, she has the drumsticks. drumsticks. She eats the drumsticks. And, and we're, we're having like, our tearful goodbye yeah, no, on the I'm sidewalk. Like, why don't I walk you all the way to your car, which was at my house? And that was like three right. blocks away. Right. So I walk you all the way to your house. And we chatted the whole way. <laughs> and we were but like, then, okay, goodbye forever. And then... Melody was like, I can't say goodbye to you anymore. I have to poop right now. <laughs> ran back to the house. Oh, was it a run or was it a really cautious waddle all the way up the stairs? I would go twat or twat, trot. It was a trot. It was like a weird little like, yeah, a waddle. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so like our very more, emotional. I really have to poop. <laughs> Our emotional goodbye was cut short because that emergency meat shit. <laughs> oh man, what My were we talking wasn't about? Used to it. Okay, oh, we were talking about oh, the sexiest we the part of this of book. <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh man, I think it's going to be a good episode now. At the beginning, I wasn't so sure. Fuck. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, oh, can we do a segment? Oh, no. Yes. The segment is bing, boom, bong. Bing, boom. What position is this? <laughs> this is this is what sex position is this for Aaron and Melody? I don't know. So there, okay, let me, let me find it here. I'm really sorry we ruined some of the sexy times, but we're going to bounce back, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. Okay. She flopped like a rag doll as he knelt between her legs. So she is now on the bed. He is kneeling yeah. on the bed between her legs. Okay. Okay. He took himself in hand, blah, 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 cock, folds, got it, got it, got it. Um, then, gathering her in his arms, he lifted her into an upright position. Oh, I know what position this is. He's kneeling, okay? Yeah. I- imagine 
he's like he was in child's pose and so his hips are his knees are pointed out but now okay. he's kneeling all the way up he okay. grabs her by the waist and so they're face to face her legs are wrapped around his pelvis uh-huh. and they're he's penetrating her while they're both upright and like she's riding him like that and he's like okay. helping her up and down by the waist what That's are what they using for like torque like is he just moving her up and down because her feet are not on the ground no i imagine that she also has her feet her heels dug into the bed because it says he they're like wrapped around his back or whatever yeah, yeah yeah so she's got her she can also like wrap them around and um hook at the ankles and yeah, then I guess. use that momentum and, then, and she probably also has her arms on his shoulders Oh, yeah, that's probably true. I was just like, I yeah. was just trying to figure out where they were getting the like the velocity and the the torque from because mm. I couldn't figure Momentums. it out. I got the, I got it now. I got it. <laughs> it was because her feet weren't anywhere that I was just like, and she's so yeah. small that I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't picture it completely. They're probably right. hooked at the ankles. Okay, thanks. Bing, boom, bong. We haven't done that since um, <laughs> here, Bridget. I want you. All right. <clears throat> okay, so they, they have good sex. Have super good sex. I really Great like sex. this sex. Good stuff. And uh, is this where they have, like, the pillow talk? No, she just tosses him out, right? Yeah. She's like, bye, have a good day. Yes, yep. So she tells him later on that she doesn't date people in the industry because she dated a dancer when she was 17 and he, like, took credit (coughs) for her choreography and he Mm -hmm. was always talking about himself and he basically, like, dumped her when something better came along. The big conflict in this book would have been fixed for me if that relationship would have caused her to lose credibility in the industry. Yeah, but it didn't because she was a high schooler. Right. Like yeah. if, if they had if the author had changed that relationship to be like, no one took me seriously for a long time after that because I dated somebody in the industry, whole conflict would have been solved. Apparently she had to leave her dance troupe and he got to stay. Mm-hmm. because they broke up and whatever. But so that's like, not something can that can see, happen with Stone. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Okay, so he basically, like, dances around the fact that he doesn't want to hide their relationship because he's, like, into it. Yeah. And she tells him that they absolutely have to keep it a secret because of her nieces and stereotypes about Latinas and, you know, her her qualms that we've already gone over. So Stone is still, like oh, I still haven't told her all of the stuff that I haven't even told the reader yet. So Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not even being honest with her myself. And I I appreciated that about him. So now they're doing a group dance with the figure skater and the other pro. Mm -hmm. And during that situation, Doan is thinking about the fact that he doesn't want to hide their relationship anymore. He gets a little bit distracted during a lift and he drops her, except he doesn't drop her. He catches her so diligently that he injures himself in the process. What a hero, he, guys. Oh, God. What a hero. I mean, any day, Stone. Yeah. Just drop me. I'm cool. <laughs> they have a little bit of an awkward moment where he, like, hugs her and is like, are you okay, babe? And that's in front of everybody. So that's a little bit yeah. like, ooh. And the cameras and everything. But yeah. yeah. So he goes off to the hotel. And Gina comes to his hotel. Shockingly, he's sitting on the bed icing his knee. She shows up at the hotel and she's like, I just couldn't stop thinking about you. I really need to like hang out with you and make sure you're okay. And they they reminisce about when he grabbed her butt, when she made him grab her butt Mm -hmm. and uh, how jealous they were when they danced with Mm -hmm. the other people. And then they have really good injured sex. Yeah, because she's on she top just says, and he really doesn't do much. Yeah, she's yeah. just like, I'll do all the work. And I was yeah. into it. Good work. So then, <sighs> in the, the next morning. morning, 
He's like, I'll walk you down to your car because I am the biggest of gentlemen's. And she's like, I have years of experience in LA and years of experience on this show. And I am not going to stop you because I forgot paparazzi exist. (laughs) And I forgot that my number one most important thing in my entire (laughs) life is not being seen with you. Yeah. So he goes down with her and the paparazzi obviously catch them. They get some photos and she asks producers to spin it to show that like he was just she was just checking on him that morning that she didn't spend the night and rumors still swirl as rumors are wont Mm -hmm. to do. Yeah. And she loudly is like glad I came by early to check on you and your knee before she yeah, gets into her yeah. car. And she's like, yeah, it was really pretty clever of me. <laughs> Man, <laughs> fooled them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then they do the group dance and that goes great. They win question mark. Doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter. And then they go to her house and try to talk, but instead bone. And mm-hmm. I have never identified more with mm-hmm. a couple in my life because things are distracting. Mm-hmm. And then, um, they decide at that point that whatever happens, they're going to figure it out together, I'll except do they don't really decide that because no. neither of them. Well, Gina doesn't actually commit to that for a good seven. Well, chapters. They're just like, let's not talk about it. We'll just figure it out. Whatever it is, we'll figure it out is what they yeah. commit to. They're like, we're not going to make any decisions right now. Whatever it is in the future, we'll, we'll figure it out together. Yeah. And they decide that they're just going to keep it casual and blah. So then production is like, we got to go to Alaska. Mm -hmm. We got to, for no reason, we're just going (laughs) to make sure that we, well, because it's like a crossover show, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So they wanted more floof for their living wild show. As soon as they arrive, everybody loves Gina. And then his mom is like, I've got some mom senses and my mom dar is telling me that you guys likes each other and he's like no no couldn't be i don't know anything about just, that just friends and co-workers i respect her greatly and <laughs> his mom's like yeah okay so then they are staying at an inn in town which stone thinks like is the the mysterious little thing he drops in his inner monologue is that it's so weird to be staying in one room when all of his stuff is already in another room right. in the same inn. Yeah. What? Because that's where they actually live. They don't really live out on the compound. They live on in the inn. Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it is an Alaskan winter. Yeah. And stop it, everyone. Well, no, some people live like that, just not these television folks. Certainly and I'll tell you, me. like, I was watching Edge of Alaska one time. And they're out in McCarthy, Alaska, and there was a whole controversy about, like, will our town get electricity? And, like, some people are on one side and one pe- some people are on the other side about, like, getting electricity to the town. Yeah. And then Dave and I went out there, like, two weeks later, and they have fucking, like, everything. They have a vending machine in the lobby of the hotel oh. there. It's like, come on, guys. Like, at least feel- there are actual people who live like this. You don't yeah. have to fake it. Yeah, but, but those you know what? Those people don't call off. camera crews. Yep. Right. They do. They want to be off the grid. And so they stay off the grid. Yeah. Okay. So they get reined in. They're supposed to leave. They get reined in. The plane can't fly. And so she's like, hey, what I think we should do is I should knock on your door, take three steps into your room, and then give you the surprisiest BJ that's ever happened. And he's like, I can't <laughs> argue with that. BJ. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty nice. Yeah. And so then, then they're told that the camera crew is off Doing for something. the day. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're like not working. Right. And so they decide that they're going to rehearse anyway. And while they're rehearsing, they're looking out into the rainy Alaskan beauty. And he's thinking about how she fits so well in his vision of his life in the future mm-hmm. in Alaska mm-hmm. and how he wishes that, that could be a thing. And then they're chatting some more. And then they have the sweetest little kiss on the dance floor. And as he breaks away from her over her shoulder, he sees a cameraman scurry <gasps> So then he thinks, should I tell her? And then he thinks no because of like how messed up he was during the jive, you know, when yeah. he figured out that they were like talking to his girlfriend and he didn't like that. So he's like, no, she'll get in her head about it. We don't even know if they're going to air it. Like, I'll try to handle this and not tell her about it. So he yeah. goes and when they get back to town, he goes and talks to Donna and is like, don't air this. And Donna's like, yeah, I'm going to air it. And nice also try. like Gina's probably getting fired and like you're the worst and right. we're airing it. So he's like, oh, should I tell her now? And he's like, nah, I won't tell her because she'll like be really upset. And then she. Oh, and she'll have a hard time in rehearsals. Yeah, and it'll she'll fuck be, her up all week. Yeah. And, and and selfishly, he's like, I also want to have a normal week with her as my not girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So I guess like because the last time something like this happened, she totally pulled away and was a weirdo because mm-hmm. that's her M.O. Right. So he doesn't tell her. And then they show it in the intro package. So then she has to be a professional and do the dance, which she does because she is a professional. She's very good at her job. Right. And then afterwards... Gina asks if he knew and he sort of shrugs and then she is obviously pissed and right after that they have this beautiful contemporary dance which we actually get to see a lot of. Yeah, that is the one that they kind of describe where he's like all tied up in ropes and they they fly. There's some harnesses and some stuff. Uh Yeah, Yeah, so he's in a harness and he's just holding her and she like he is the only thing keeping her in the air while she's like writhing and dancing and being fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And it's a really emotional, beautiful dance. And the judges are like, we saw some some real not only connection, but also some real feelings. And and they're super mad. She's super mm-hmm. mad. And he is super regretful for yeah. his choice. Mm-hmm. Even though he's not, you know, like he defends his choice the whole time. And I actually I see both of their perspectives. Mm-hmm. I was fine with what he did. But I blame no her because she acts completely irrationally like she fails to see his side of it. She's a total oh, yeah. asshole to him. Well, we'll get there. So that's over. They get their scores. Then they start uh, rehearsing for next week's dance, which will be their final most finalist dance, right? All of the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Has he already done Magic Mike dance? No, this is coming up. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so it's the final night, but there's two dances. There's a group mm-hmm. dance, and then there's a just them dance. But anyway, mm-hmm. so they're rehearsing, and it's it's real tense between the two of them. She's like total asshole to him. She's very like sarcastic and dismissive, and like I don't know some of the things she said. I just thought were like completely out of line. Like, Donna comes in and does, like, a shitty interview with them. And she's, like, she's, like, your best friend's in there. And, like, I don't know. She's just, like, sarcastic. She makes it seem like he wanted to put that footage in. Yeah. Because he wanted to win. And, like, she knows that that's not true. But she still, like, spits it at him because Because she wants him to feel bad. Isn't this where Natasha also helps her teach? Yes. Yeah. So she uses that as, like, you know as sort of fodder for a Mm -hmm. lot of her vitriol. So then 
they it cuts to the night of the performance and he does his magic mic dance which oh, is Oh wait, wait, wait. But oh. also the figure skater sees her in the hallway and is like, "Oh, by the ah. way, I know your little boyfriend's secret that he's not a real Alaskan bush person." And mm-hmm. Gina, because she's not a very good person, thinks about not telling him because he didn't tell her something. And I was like, "That's Yeah, it was awful. a bit of a spiteful move. You're awful." Yeah. But she does tell him, and then yeah. he tells his producers to warn yeah, them she tells that him this figure skater's out for blood. Yeah, she does, but she does think about it. And I was just like, I wouldn't even. I don't think I'd even think about it. Like that's that's so mean. I'm not going to assume I'd be that big of a person. I would at least be like, you know what? I could not tell him. And like, she's saying like, things beef more myself like, up. <laughs> she she does an interview with Donna, leaves the room, sees Stone, and is like, your best friends in there, and he's like. What do you mean, my best friend? She's like, Donna, maybe you can go in there and strategize more about how to ruin my life stone. And oh, I'm like, yeah. She, you know he didn't do that. Like, she's just unnecessarily very mean to him during this mm. period. I didn't like it at all. So now we're at the dance. He does the magic mic dance, does stripper time dance. Well, so they also do they also do a dance together. And her favorite, like, I think of her as like a Gloria Estefan. She's this Latina icon who's done music and film and all that sort of thing. She's a guest judge. And they see each other. And afterwards, she's like, you know, I love the dance. And then afterwards, um, Melly, the Gloria Stefan character, is like, you know, oh, I'll be in touch. I thought she was Jennifer Lopez. I didn't think she was Gloria Stefan. But I guess no, Gloria Stefan has, Stephan a, has a Broadway well, I guess show. I was just thinking like she's from the Bronx. I don't know. I, I was oh, not. Oh, maybe. Because, she was, because Gloria Stefan is not like from New York City, is she? Nobody cares. It's, it's the Gloria Stefan character. Yes, I know. But, like, the thing is, like, the thing is called, like, From the Bronx or whatever is the name yeah. of the show. I don't know. I just thought it was she was J-Lo. Anyway. I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm Gloria Stefan has a Broadway show, so it's definitely her. You're right about this. Okay. Yeah. So then she tells Stone that they have to talk. He goes over to her house and she tries to break up with him, but then they bang it out. Yeah. A little bit angrily. That's the mirror sex, right? Yeah. No. Oh, I think so. There's one time at her house where they have sex where he's like sitting in a chair and she's sitting on him in the chair and then they're both facing a mirror watching Uh themselves. It's pretty good. It's real hot. Yeah. Because she's all like, how do you want to do it tonight? And he was like, exactly like this. (laughs) Clearly Uh he's been thinking about it. No, that was before. Now it's just like, you know, sort of missionary anger like let's do this thing i think okay anyway so then right afterwards they talk slash fight and he tries to explain like he didn't tell her because he didn't want her freaking out all week and she accuses him of wanting to allow it so that they could have the showmance that will get them the votes so that he can win and get the grand prize for all the money And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? As soon as you told me, oh, because early on in the book, she told him that her job is on the line if they don't at least make it to finals. And once that happened, he was like tripling down on practice. 110% committed. Completely He never thought he'd win this thing. Like he just wanted the money of being honest so his mom could get physical therapy. He never thought he'd get the 350 grand or whatever. Yeah. So he's like 
obviously super hurt because he's just like you're coming out of a crazy place right now he never says that this whole time he's been like man i can't wait to get back to my quiet life in alaska like he does not want to live in la he doesn't like any of this stuff he just wants to go home not necessarily to like the compound and the inn because he doesn't like that but he wants to go home and like go back to his life yeah anyway so rehearsals are super tense this is actually where natasha comes in and they, oh, sorry. they do no 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 that was my fault. So they do a tandem thing where Natasha's also going to dance with them and um she leaves. She mm-hmm. like begs a headache or something like that and leaves her job and Natasha does all the teaching that mm-hmm. day. Yeah, because they're gonna do another jive. It's his redemption dance. There's like a jive going on yeah. and the magic mic thing, and she just like yeah. doesn't teach him the jive. And that's the one he fucked up on so bad. He really needs help with it. Right. So they have Gina. another huge fight. This is where Gina should the, be a fucking role model. That's what I think about that. Anyway. There you go. Yeah. And this is where Lauren tells her that she knows Stone's secret, whatever. So then his family visits and the. Nothing doesn't happens. Really matter. Yeah. His yeah. family comes and then. They have a dinner that is completely forgettable. Right. Somebody comes from that Broadway show, the Gloria Stefan show, and tells her at some point that she has an audition and they want her to play Gloria Stefan in the show. Mm-hmm. That's part Melly. of it. Melly. Right. Well, yeah. so then they do the last dance mm-hmm. and it's like a big thing. And after the dance, she completely breaks down and starts sobbing, remember, mm-hmm. and like runs away. Mm-hmm. And he talks, to, he tries to talk to her when they're waiting for results, but she can't bring herself to do yeah, it he's like gina and she's like not now and he's like if not now when because he's been trying to find her all night yeah. and this is the only time they've been together and she just doesn't answer and so he's like right. oh then that means never i guess right and then they win they win dun 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 grand <laughs> prize goes to gina and stone <laughs> but then they like awkwardly say bye Mm-hmm. And he goes. He goes on home plane back to Alaska. No, 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 not yet. No. So then they they all they have to do one more round of interviews in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. But at what some point, like nothing really happens in the interview. Eventually, they just say bye, right? Yeah, they basically just say, "Yeah, you're right." They basically just say bye, and then he goes back to Alaska. She starts doing press rounds, and then she's also going to have this huge audition in New York for right. the Broadway play that they want her to. They have her slotted as like the lead if mm-hmm. it works out, and they want her input as far as production is concerned. Like the audition is the most dream come true thing for her mm-hmm. that's ever happened. And and it's Mary really does cool. one person say, "Hey, we're a little bit hesitant about this because you smooched your partner." Literally, not one person gives a shit and she's going to be the lead in a Broadway play. So yeah. that's the whole conflict of the whole book. And, and no meanwhile, the Broadway play includes four failed marriages right. of the lead partially because of her career choices. Mm-hmm. So like the personal is relevant and you can still be successful through it. Right. I mean, we just told a poop story about me, you guys. Like you can <laughs> be okay. You can be you a can success have it all. even though people... That's right. <laughs> Even though people know, know things about you. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, all right. So. so he goes back to the Alaska set and he finds out yeah. from his mom. And then the stars align, remember? Sorry, what? The stars what? align for him. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of like, what a coincidence, the sort of things yeah. happen. Because he goes back to his mom and is like, Hey, mom, you know, I I don't know if I can do this anymore sort of thing. 
figure skater ruins his life, goes and calls everybody and is like, I found out his secret. And so uh, National Geographic or Discovery Channel or whatever has to cancel the show. Um, mm-hmm. So he's not going to have to come back for next season. Life thing. I mean, the, the figure skater is hoping it'll ruin his life, but he is no. so fucking excited. Yeah. It's like, what a coincidence. He doesn't have yeah. to have his contract anymore with this show. So he's like, oh, this is great. And, and then... He's watching interviews because he's obsessively watching her interviews. Mm -hmm. And she finally is like exhausted. And somebody asks her about her relationship with him. And she just keeps it real. And it's great. And she's like leaving him, letting him go back to Alaska was the hardest thing I've ever had to do. And she's like, honestly, I just feel like something's really missing. And she taps herself Mm -hmm. on the chest. And then she kind of just moves on with the interview and he's like gripping both sides of his laptop and he just shuts it and stands up and is like, I'm going to wherever she's at. And then meanwhile, she's in her apartment with Natasha and she finds the best on, friend ever. Yeah. She finds on her phone a video that he made in the hallway when they were fighting so bad where he was like, hey, I'm making a video on your phone and I just want to tell you that like. I love you so much, and I'm so sorry for what I did, and I just think you're just the most wonderful person in the world. And she's like, oh, shit, I gots to go to Alaska. And Natasha's like, what's an airport? Check Juno. That's a city I know in Alaska. And listen, guys, bing, boom, bong, Alaska with Aaron. Juno's an island, all right? Yeah. So try not to there. fly into Juno, because that's going to be rough for you. Okay. <laughs> Um, but it's okay. They don't make that terrible mistake that I nearly made <laughs> when I moved to Alaska. Because there he's at the knock door. on the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so he comes in and they decide to be together forever. Here's another issue I had was he's going to follow her around everywhere and support her career. And that's great. That's what I expected to happen at the end of this book. Yeah. But he suddenly wants to be a male model. Yeah. He was really empowered by his Magic Mike situation. But, like, the book didn't note that at the time. Yeah. And yeah. this whole book, he's just been like, I can't wait to get out of this and get back to my quiet life. All I want is my quiet life. I know. Like, quiet life, know. quiet life. And even after the Magic Mike thing, that's still kind of what his narrative was. And he couldn't wait to get back yeah. to Alaska. And then all of a sudden, he's like, you know what? Show business is for me. <laughs> I just thought it was really weird. I thought he could just, yeah. like, travel around with her, you know, on her tours and stuff and, you know, be be her partner and then go back to Alaska. There's a lot of seasonal jobs in Alaska, especially for engineers and construction managers. I just, I was just like, this could have been well, just like Jethro and uh, what's her fuck. Yeah, it could have been. Well, and, and they sort of did that except no, because they, they do have a house in Alaska. They mm-hmm. buy property and they build a house in Alaska, but it's more of like a, a, a vacation, vacation home, home kind of yeah. thing. I imagine he's going to spend more time in Alaska than she does. I, I just thought it was made so that weird that he had this like random revelation that he yeah. wanted to model now. Like that was well, so I weird. No, I don't think he like it's now his dream. I think he's like, I can make money doing this. He booked and I don't her think agent. I'll hate it. He went and yeah. got an agent. Yeah, you have to do that if you want to model at all. I just like feel that's like, the thing. Like I, just I don't, thought it was I weird. I thought it was he... so out of character. He, he he had been nervous to be in front of. He had been reluctant and nervous and hated being a spectacle this entire time. Did not like being the center of attention. Did not like people oogling his body. Every single part of being a male model, he was no, not comfortable with the whole time. That's not true. That's not true. He didn't like talking on camera. 
he didn't mind having his shirt off because that's they were finally like, oh, you don't want to be a character on camera? Fine. Take off your shirt and chop wood. And he was like, fucking good then. And so he spent a lot of time shirtless on his Living Wild show. He doesn't mind being on camera and being objectified. He minds talking and lying and interviewing and all I that stuff. Felt, which you I do felt not like it was out of character. Model. I felt Boom! like it was Mala out of character. He it. just wanted his quiet <laughs> wife. Not no, that's true. That's flash. true. Flash. Flash. <laughs> That's what I think. Um, right, and there's well, a little I epilogue really later enjoyed this book. cooking up some plantains oh, yeah. in their property in Alaska. This is one of those epilogues that I felt like was kind of unnecessary, but it was fine. No, it and was really cute. The they made a point happens. to say that they were frozen in their freezer because when yeah. they were like, they're in their Alaska house and they're searing up on some plantains. I was like, ha, what grocery <laughs> store did you get that at? Let me know. Yeah. No, they, they shipped it in, obviously. I no, found some okra when... up here one time, like some rotten, nearly brown okra. And I was like, oh, an okra. <laughs> oh, my oh. love. Okay. We don't so get then, produce. Um, the biggest thing that happens in the epilogue is that she finally stops qualifying I love you with I think I love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's great. He wants to shout it from the rooftops and book the New York Times and send a send a rocket to the moon about it it's great yeah yes so Aaron, mm-hmm. do you have a lady love mm-hmm. mm. well it's funny because well you're going to cut a lot of it anyway but it's funny because i was going to say jane the virgin because i've been <gasps> watching a lot of jane the virgin and it's, it's it just has been feeding my soul seasons one through four four are on netflix and i can eat it like cotton candy i mean i love it who's your favorite except- jane the virgin character <clears throat> I can't. I can't do that. Really? I can't do that. No. Like, of which genre? Do, is it? Is it my favorite romantic male lead, or <laughs> my my favorite uh, antagonist? Like, which one? Because they're all my favorite in different ways. Okay. All right. Okay. Who's yours? Well, I well Michael is my favorite character, but I think oh, oh I don't know. I go back and forth between Abuela and Rogelio. Mm. I really like them both a lot. I, I love, love Alba so much. Yeah. But I love Petra. Oh, no. She's not even in the I running love Petra. for me. I love Petra. She's just so funny. She's yeah. so funny. It's a great show. Um, it's my lady love this week. Yeah. My lady love this week is find yourself a hip hop Zumba class, everyone, <laughs> because it will make you feel like Beyonce and... Uh, <laughs> You'll learn things that are just real important for your body and your life. And if you can possibly find a hip hop Zumba class taught by an adorable gay man who also teaches elementary school Mm -hmm. or just visit me, I'll take you to my Zumba class Mm -hmm. because I really think I found the perfect class. (laughs) I I have the perfect class. All right. Well, visit either Aaron or I. We'll show you the ropes. It'll be great. I have another one. Can I do another quick one? Yeah, please. I got, so I've always thought those like lip scrubs, those sugar scrubs, the lip exfoliators were Mm -hmm. useless and dumb. They're not. They're not. No, I got one and it's not useless and dumb. And I had to smooch a post-it today because episode two, part two of the the, uh, hating game went up today and I kept smooching on this post-it and it kept (laughs) being gross and then I used that lip scrub, and it was perfect. If you <laughs> oh, need a smooch of Post-it, guys, get one of those sugar <laughs> lip scrubs. The end Do of that. Do it. 
Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Also, a little bit of behind the scenes yeah. on the Heaving Bosoms Instagram. <laughs> what, what you guys have been <laughs> busting down the door. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> behind the scenes. Tell me your secrets, Erin. Yeah. Sugar lip scrub. All right. Keep being a badass. Uh-oh. Oh, no. We have to Instagrams. Oh, okay. So, guys, follow us on all of our social media, because I'm not going to lie. Aaron's killing the game every once in a while. <sighs> I will also contribute, and I'm not... I don't I don't think I'm, like, a slouch. Like, when I contribute, it's no, usually good. Not a slouch. It's good stuff. So... All right. At Heaving Bosoms on Instagram. At Heaving underscore Bosoms on Twitter. Heaving Bosoms podcast at gmail.com. Facebook is Heaving Bosoms Podcast, or our fan group cult is the Heaving Bosoms Geriatric Friendship Cult, which is just, if you're not in that, you're it's doing so it wrong, because it's it's a lot of great group of people, and a lot of them are, like, trying to get together in person, yeah. it seems like, so if you want friends, get in that club, because it's good stuff, and then now we have a website, which is heavingbosomspodcast.com. Yeah, or or just Heaving Bosoms dot com like yeah. try either way you'll I'm get so, there like, you'll here's get there. the thing i'm so proud of having gotten both urls i don't want to confuse people by keep putting both out but i just want you to know how proud i am that i got them both that's all we're basically we're basically just wizards i guess <laughs> is the way that so works good. right yeah. we are um okay and then oh and also thank you to everyone who has already rated and reviewed thank you to everyone who has subscribed we love you so so much if you have not done any of those things feel fucking free but we still love you we also love you but also feel free like welcome welcome to join the party yeah leave a rating a review subscribe that way it gets delivered right right to your new device new bribe guys Uh oh five star review on itunes we will Uh let you keep one possession of your (gasps) choice there you go when you join the cult now, no, this is a nunchuck, a vibrator, yeah, we're, and then okay, already, another item. Already, we're not taking your nunchucks and vibrators. We've covered this yeah. in previous episodes. Yeah. The rest of your possessions, however, you have to give us if you join the Except cult. Except for one, but if, if you leave yeah, a five-star review. Five-star review. And that's just from here on out. So if you've already left one, sorry. Tough nuggets. I think this vibe's yeah. really going to help us. I really like it. <laughs> okay. All right. So keep being a badass. And love yourself as much as you love double fisting drumsticks at your own peril. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, it was Maybe that's what out. goat did. Maybe that's why her poops were so weird and now they think she's allergic to chicken. Maybe she was just a vegetarian dog before she came to our house. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. All right. Just tell her it gets better. I will. I'll tell her. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. Love love you. you. All right. Bye. Bye. (laughs) Hi, I'm Nicole. Sarah. Hillary. And we're the hosts of the Feminine Mistake Podcast. Each month, we sit down with a guest to watch movies that are 20 years or older. And see how they hold up to today's modern feminist lens. Why do mermaids have such low self-esteem? Why is it so funny when men take care of babies? What exactly did Jenny die of in Love Story? These are the kind of hard questions we ask ourselves on the Feminine Mistake Podcast. The Feminine Mistake Podcast. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and Podbean. Do you guys think that was okay? Yeah, I don't know. We sounded kind of shrill. Really? Yeah, women's voices are just so grating on the radio. Yeah. Oh, man, you're right.
Yeah, I mean, have you ever heard those guys over at the Nerdist or last podcast on the left? I mean, they're just biologically more funny than we are. So true. Yeah. Hey, you. Yes, listener, you. Are you loving the show? If so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app. The 90 seconds you take to say something nice not only helps new people find the show, but it makes me super smile over at HBHQ. Also, I've had a few people ask, and the answer is yes, we are still doing the five-star bribe. If you leave us a review with five stars, then we'll do whatever book you want. We're real, real deep into the list, though, so it might be a while. Ah, Lilas! Okay, back to the show. <laughs> 